Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's Chamber Talk podcast. Today we have Jackie Diaz with the Eric Garcia You Are Enough Foundation. We are Jackie in the house. Yes, we are super grateful <laughs> for this beautiful space that has been given to us to use by DigiView Advertising. We appreciate them. What a wonderful partner we have for 2024. So, Jackie. Thank you for having me. So excited. We're so excited to have you. Exactly. We are so happy that you were able to make it today. So we wanted to talk a little bit about vision this month. And I know that with your foundation, you have a lot of vision going forward, what it's going to mean to the community and to mental health. And you want to touch us a little bit about that? Yes. Um, So the vision I have is uh, to be able to have a space. Uh, to bring uh, more support to the community. Um, I, I want to do peer support groups. Um, I want to do tutoring or kind of like help kids with homework. Uh, a space that where they can come, you know, and just be. Uh, provide more prevention classes to the community. And also my vision is to be able to provide free mental health care for them. Uh, for anyone who can afford therapy or anything to have a space for that. So wow. that, that would be my, my vision. Um, you know, that I want to accomplish. That's awesome. And do you have connections with therapists? Uh, I community? started to uh, uh, with a couple of uh, people that were, uh, they're working on getting their mental health clinic going on in Lancaster and other people too that I'm, I'm trying to um, make connections for the future. I don't know how long will that take, uh, but I'm working on, you know, every relationship, network, whatever connection I can get to make it happen. Yeah. So for those that don't know why you started your foundation, do you want to give a little background on that? Yes, thank you. So uh, this nonprofit was founded in 2018. Um, but the reason behind the nonprofit is because I unfortunately lost my son Eric by suicide in 2017. He was 20 years old and he didn't show me or gave me any warning that he was struggling with depression. Um, he was, I always say, the, the Robin Williams in, in my life and in his friends' lives. He was always joking around, good kid, happy, good grades. He, he finished graduating for UTI to be a mechanic in April 2017. And then on the same year, uh, he died in June 7. So he didn't practice, but for me, he was perfect. He was enough, you know, he was everything that a mother could ask for, but I didn't see the signs. And the only sign that I know now, because I learned the signs, is that he was moody. He was mad and moody, and I thought he was because he was a teenager, you know? Yeah, teens are just so grumpy nowadays. <laughs> yeah. How do you, how do you notice? Yeah, you know, we, the- we confuse it, so that's, I used to say, oh, mijo, you're so grumpy, you're, you know, just a teenager. But I didn't know that depression and anger go, go hand to hand. So I didn't ask him the question, you know, are you depressed? What's going on? And I wasn't in that environment either. So it took me a long time to forgive myself um, about that. And I decided to do something. So as a mother that didn't have any history or didn't have any family member or anything to do with mental health, so I wanted to bring awareness. So when I wake up other parents, you know, like bring it to the conversation. And so I started doing this and I'm glad I did. Yes, of course. We're glad you did too. Thank you. That's awesome. We're glad you forgave yourself too, because that's so important. And I'm sure that's a very difficult, you know, hurdle to get over. So yeah. congrats. You're so inspiring you. to so many, I'm sure. 
Me, of course. It's, it's really hard sometimes dealing with mental health, you know, because everybody exhibits their signs differently. For example, my daughter is 14 and she's always grumpy. So if she stopped being grumpy, then I probably would be concerned about her. You know, that's not always the only sign, but that's why they give you a list of different things. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I missed with Eric, the one that I saw most. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of signs. And another one that I always tell parents is addiction and the gaming. And Eric will play and I'll be like, oh, he's having fun, you know, but no, I tell parents, make sure you monitor that or, or kind of like don't let them go playing all night long and then they don't go to sleep, you know, until late and then they have to get up to go to school. So sleep deprivation, addiction, that's something also that I didn't cut with Eric and he was doing that, but I thought he was just having fun, you know, like being him. But now I know that it wasn't that. What a different world it is from when we were growing up, right? Yeah. yeah, so gaming would kind of be their way of escaping reality type right. of? Oh, wow. Yeah. And wow. Then, then they just, you know, they spent hours Get lost and hours. In it. Like, yeah. Yeah, because he would probably, because he wrote it on a note, you know, he left a note and he, he said there that he would play until four or five in the morning and then he'll be like, well, what's the point of going to sleep? I'm just going to stay up and then go to school or go to work, you know, but that's how I kind of like, I knew that it, that was wrong and more when I started learning about mental health and, you know, all the signs and what people do is the sleep deprivation, especially for teenagers, it can be a big one, mm -hmm. you know, besides the anger and the attitude or, you know, moodiness and all of that. Yeah, rest is just so important for the mm -hmm. teens and just kids in general because they need it for their growth, you know, yeah. their mental health, you know, and just so much more, I'm sure. So, so yeah. I know that you guys have an annual Mental Health Awareness Day walk. Yes. Um, it would be the third annual this mm -hmm. year, right? Yes. It's amazing. We actually, as the chamber, did the first ribbon cutting for her very first walk. It was really great turnout. And I know you've adjusted some things and you're working on growing it even bigger. Yes. As well as you have your Suicide Prevention Day candlelight vigil. Is that going to be an annual thing as well? Yes. So this year is going to be every September 10th. Mm -hmm. uh, so this year will be on a Tuesday. And I already reserved the spot. And the walk is going to be October 19th. Um, and I'm doing other things uh, like Survivors of Suicide Loss Day. Uh, this year, I think I'm going to do it with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a volunteer with them. We, I have a good relationship with them in Pasadena. So they asked me if we can do it together this year here in Lancaster. So I say yes. And um, I have my social media where I put all the events. Uh, you are in a foundation. Um, and last year, walks was so amazing. I still, oh my God, it was a beautiful day and we got more people. And I'm glad, I'm glad that it's growing because it's so needed. So know? September 10th, is that Suicide Prevention Day? Yeah, the World Suicide Prevention Day, the Candlelight okay. Vigil. Mm -hmm. Okay, and well, then I know you also have uh, film screening events, like you did the S word. Yes, yeah, so um, this year I applied for a grant, so hopefully I get it, and I wanna do it again. Um, if not, then I'll just maybe don't do it as big as I did it last year, but maybe something more like, smaller or maybe in a high school, you know, if I don't get the grant. 
because it takes, you know, a lot of funds. You're going to get that grant. Oh, <laughs> we are putting it out there. Yeah. yeah. I went to your first walk in and it was amazing. I, I was really touched by it and just being there and so many people are there on behalf and just the love that they have for one of their, you know, loved ones that are no longer with us. So I was really touched by it. I missed your second one, but, you know, of course, with the date being, you know, I just hope to make myself available for it. Yeah, and it's, it's a space where people can be themselves, you know, and see the support. You you see that you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. Like when something like this happens in your life, um, regardless of the relationship or, uh, you know, if it's a mother, a son, a friend, it's, you feel really guilty first, and then you feel so alone and you feel that I'm the only one. But when you go to things like that, to events, and you see other people, you feel so much the support. Um, yeah, the support and the love, and you're like, okay, I'm not the only one, you know, and, and that's what we need. We need more people to be together and, and um, share their story and support one another. Yeah, so uplift you them and be there for each mm-hmm. other and, you know, just to talk. Sometimes you just got to talk it out. Like, yeah. it's, I hate holding things in, so if it warps out, like, I just have to. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Like, I really do. It yeah. just messes me up and, and you know. I just, I just, I can't do it. Yeah, but good. And, and sometimes I even tell people, just look at yourself in the mirror, because I do that sometimes, and just talk. Because that's, like you say, you have, or go outside and scream if you need to, or punch a pillow. Or write it down you, in a journal. Yeah, whatever you just do, let it get out. those emotions out. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of that you have those groups where everyone gets together together to go scream. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I did. And I heard about another one, which, um, Another activity, but I don't know if I should say it or not. I should. I'll wait. I'll, I'll, I'll wait when it's done, because you know, like sometimes you know you say it. But I, it's another activity that I'm looking into it. That um, also I want to bring a couple of people, or maybe a bunch of people, and do it. You know, activities like that. That, you know, I think uh-huh. a, a good one is the smash rooms. Uh, oh, yeah. Rosalinda took her daughter and friends there for her birthday. Yeah. I've seen that, yeah. I took my daughter and her, um, like, 12 girls to <laughs> the smash room in, um, in the valley. And, man, I was like, girls, this is your chance. Like, no judgment. Let it out. The emotions, the whatever you guys are, you know, so many people are going through so many things at home that we just are not aware of. So I was like, some girls were crying, some girls were emotional, and I'm just like, I was so happy to see that because that means that they really put it all in there, you know, and they let it out. So I was just like, go ahead, girl, do Even your thing, do your yeah. thing. Yeah, feel the fight. But sometimes kids they just don't know how to let it out. So yeah. you know, even giving them something like that. I was just like, I was just glad that they, um, you know. Yeah, and it's a culture too because, you know, when you see a kid crying, you're like, don't cry, don't cry. And I always, now I tell people, no, cry. You need to cry. We have I'm to a crier. telling people <laughs> not to cry, you know, because, and also angry when people, we're allowed to be angry, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, we're not allowed to go beyond that or, you know, being um, violent or mm-hmm. anything, but. It's okay to have a bad day and be angry. Also, that's an emotion that we have, you know, and where we have to stop telling people to stop crying or the kids, you know, stop crying or don't don't say that or just ask questions, you know, like, why are you behaving like this? Why are you saying this? You What's know? wrong? What's bothering you? Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. So important. I remember um, one time you had this International Men's Day. Oh, yes, yes. Um, and you invited me to go. I did it because I was like, I don't have any men in my life. You know, my dad passed. I've been single for 
darn near 10 plus years, you know, um, I have a brother, but I just don't have a lot of men figure in my life. So I'm like, well, I don't know, why would I go there? You know, I'm a strong, independent woman. I'm a pro woman, you know, but then you explained to me that like men are the most suicidal rate. Yeah. And I could just like, you just really like showed me something that I was just like, wow, they have all this pressure, you know, they have the responsibility to be a leader, to be a provider, to be, you know, to have the answers, to get things done when not only the women need it done, the kids. And I was just like, wow, you really yeah. opened my eyes to something that I just never really, you know, yeah. like viewed it in that way. So I was thankful for that. And I'm just like, wow, I just see it a little, I have now a little bit more sensitive to the men. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I like to do things because, and I, that's what I wanted to leave Eric's name on the nonprofit because we shadow men a lot mm -hmm. and it's every, every, everywhere, you know, and I was looking at my phone because I wanted to share some statistics. Like you said, like in 2022, our suicides went up 10,000. People. Wow. Um, so in male, uh, so the total was 49,449. And out of that amount, male was 39,255 and female 10,194. Wow. So men, um, unfortunately, they, they die more than women. Uh, women attempt more. Uh, they do die for, by suicide, but men is actually, they they don't ask for help, they don't talk to anyone, and they just go and, like Eric, he didn't, you know, tell me, uh, and he just went and did it. Um, but then another thing, um, they will say something, you know, when someone is in that state of mind, they will say something, they might say it directly or indirectly. Mm -hmm. Like Eric texted his best friend that night before, that he was gonna kill himself, and his best friend, was giving him ideas, like they were texting back and forth how they will do it. And I know this because the police gave me the phone. So they they will say something, but if the other person doesn't know what to do, and I talked to his friend, I mean, I know his mom, I, I know him for since he was little, and I told him I, I love him, I forgive him, and I, and I wanna make sure he was okay, but I now I, I tell the kids if you hear something, if somebody even joking, just take it serious because they will say something. It's just that sometimes we don't, you know. Yeah, we have to have the eyes to see, the yeah. ears to hear these certain, you know, mm -hmm. um, signs that we're not aware that they're a sign, but they're like such a huge one. So yeah. that's great awareness that you're bringing to all the youth and just the community in general. Even yeah. to me, I've, I've also learned so much from you because, oh, you know, it's just true. important, you know? Yeah, it's parents more and adults because the kids I know, because I have gone to schools, I know they talk about it. They have posters, they have yeah. they have events, like mm -hmm. for May and September, they have events. But for me, it's the parents or business owners because we talk about in this society, success, and everybody thinks money, right? Power, mm -hmm, money, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I always tell people, no, success, it can be a peace of mind, and also your mental health, you know, and learn the signs, you know. Even if you don't think that you don't have anyone in your in your circle struggling, still learn the signs, because you will have someone, statistically, we will have one person, each, all of us, one person that we probably might lose by suicide. So it's uh, the numbers are not on our on our side. Not only to um to see the signs, but what do you do once you see a sign? Like where do you go? How do you, you know, how do you take that information and where do you, you know, what do you do with it? You know, you yeah. have to. 
you have to know how to address that in a in a proper way. Yeah, so I do a training, it's called QPR, mm -hmm. which is question, persuade, and refer. It's just an hour. Um, and what the training does is gives you that. So it's, if you ask someone, are you thinking about killing yourself? And I know sometimes people don't want to say that, and it's a big question. Mm -hmm. Even with the training, it's a big question. If you don't want to say that, you can say, are you thinking about harming yourself? If that person says yes, then you need to ask, do you have a plan? If that person says yes, then you need to get help. And now the number, do you guys know the number? It's a three digit for the emergency or the crisis. No, it's 988. <laughs> 988. 988. So instead of calling 911, you call 988 and someone will get on the phone. You, you can also chat 988 okay. or you can do the other one, the 741741. So what's, for, what's the benefit of that if they're just over the phone? How is that going to help the person? It's going to help them by talking. You know, they will, um, you know, just ask questions. And now if that person is really in crisis and you cannot help the person, then you need to hang up and call 911. Mm -hmm. But the first step will be call, call 988. And um, just by asking those questions and keep them safe, you know, make sure that you stay with the person and give the full attention. Don't be on the phone and just, a lot of the times, and I will say all the times, they just wanna be heard. So don't try to give an advice or say, oh, when I was this way, no, just listen, you know, and and validate their feelings. Like say, I don't, you know, I don't understand how you feel because I, I have suicidal ideation, but I'm not, I'm not suicidal. So I kind of like understand some, but I can just say, I, I don't understand how you feel, but I, I'm here and you can talk to me. Just with that, you can help someone, you know, just listening to them. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's important. Just letting them know that the words that they're saying and the feelings that they're sharing, that, you know, that they are being heard and they're, you know, that the person they're reaching out to cares about those feelings that they're sharing with them. So that's important. I think it's a, a lot of uh, work too. We have to keep an eye on our first responders because that's a big part of that chunk of men that are committing suicide and right, yeah. there's been a big string of them lately. Oh yeah. Um, so how, how do we help them? Uh, with, with them, I guess, um, like I know I've, I've seen some paramedics, the sheriff department, uh, the nurses, doctors, you know, just, if you just be compassionate to any field, any person, you know. Or just thanking them for their service, yeah, thanking, thanking them, them for, yeah. you know, all that they do. And ask them, like, sometimes I even go shopping, like, and I see a cashier, and I'm like, how are you? And they look at me like, nobody asks that question anymore. And I'm like, yeah, how's your day going? And they, I see that resemblance, like, they, they, they feel so alive because you care how they feel. So, but for first, first responders, I will say, like she said, thank, thank them so, uh, when you see them. Um, if they have uh, events or things like that, maybe go support them. And just learning, learning about suicide, learning about the signs, you know. I think that's how we can change. And just spreading love. I think that's important. Yeah. Spread love, spread smiles. Yeah. Um, yeah. So aside from your Instagram, how would people be able to reach you? Oh, my cell phone, I have the number 661-492-1764. Uh, you can also email me. It's info at urnfoundation.org. Um, I have the website, urnfoundation.org. 
uh, the social media message me. So there's a lot of ways, and I answer as much as I can the calls. Unless if they're, you know, blocked, sometimes I let it, but sometimes it can be telemarketers. But I'm usually really good in responding right away, you know. Awesome. We are really happy that you were able to join us today. Thank you. And we look forward to seeing what you do in the community next. Yeah, we're just so glad that you give um, everyone a no-judgment space because that's just huge. Everybody wants to judge and have something to say about somebody else. But honestly, just let it out. And whoever's going to judge you, I don't really care, yeah, you know, I just know. Yeah. give them that space and, and, you know, nudge, no judgment is so important. It's really right. Is. Yeah. And like you said, just smile, ask how everybody's doing, be kind and, you know, um, and yeah, you know, cause I have people that sometimes are rude, but don't take it personal. Maybe that was, that was a good, well, wasn't a good day for that person. That's what I started to realize too, cause we cannot be happy 24 seven, you know, but just be kind. I always yeah. try to be extra nice to the rude ones, just to be like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're doing great." <laughs> but yeah, so you, if you know, follow me on social media so you guys don't miss the next events. May is Mental Health Month, then September is Suicide Prevention Month. So those are the two months that I'm really, really busy in the community. And whatever I can do, I have resources on the website. I have the 988 also. Mm -hmm. Like you said, questions of what to do. So there's a lot of information on my website. And remember the three-digit 988. 988. That's right. Erica Garcia, you are enough foundation. You're awesome, Jackie, for doing this. You really are. And we thank you for coming. And, you know, we're just glad that you're spreading all this awareness and, um, you know, resources. And if anybody ever needs any help or knows somebody who does, please reach out to Jackie. You are enough foundation. Um, Eric Garcia. Um, yeah, follow her, email her, stalk her, yeah. and have some answers or some guidance for you. <laughs> yeah, come to the events and support, you know, because the more, the, the better, you know, so people are more comfortable, like you said, yeah. like saying how you feel. Mm -hmm. It's okay to bring a friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. you know, I, yeah, for men, so this year I'm going to do it again, the men, yeah. Cause I'm going to support need, this year. They need a lot of support, yeah, they, you know, the society, it's not us, but society does, you know, they're supposed to be the strong ones and yeah. have it all together, but, you know, they, they're they humans just like us, you know, yeah, so they don't have to That's so have true, because I'm an oldest of, of four, and I'm independent, like the strongest, and nobody ever checks up because they know you got it done or they think that you got it done, and um, we just have to keep pushing, and nobody ever looks out for those the strongest one because they think they don't need it. They, they got it. They're strong. They're a pillar, but, man, it's exhausting, you know? It's exhausting. If I could take one little thing off of my plate, it, it's such a, a relief, you know? It's a blessing. You feel so thankful for that help because... Um, sometimes they're not the easiest to ask for help, right? So yeah. whenever it's offered, you kind of you have to accept help also. Like it's huge to accept help. So yeah, and that's check great. on someone. Check on someone, even if they're mm -hmm. happy. I always get the phone and I text friend. I have text you like, "How you doing?" You know, when I you don't hear, you. "How are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. Check on them. Yeah, hope you're doing great. On <laughs> well, we're gonna start checking on you yeah. so that way you're like, "All right, yeah. I'm gonna start checking on somebody." Yeah, make you know, a resolution. It starts, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a circle. I guess to come every around once a week. I need to check on somebody. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. and we helps. all know somebody who mm -hmm. you know is not always in a great mindset or could just use a little bit extra loving. You know, who who couldn't? 
so yeah well once again it was great today ladies thank you yes, we're gonna be closing out thank you again digiview advertising for being our awesome. host thank you we yes. appreciate everything and we'll see you guys next time Yay. Yay. bye, bye. Thank you.